0: Welcome to the Dear Beloved podcast. I'm your host, Laura Jean, founder of the Beloved Collective, and together we will dive deep into relationships, femininity, and the stages leading up to marriage from a Catholic perspective. Here you'll find real conversations rooted in the truth, dispelling the lies found in our culture, and learn practical ways that we can keep Christ at the center of our lives and relationships. Dear Beloved, welcome back. I am so excited to be joined again with Mari Wagner. I asked her to come back on the podcast because we had so much fun on our first conversation. So Mari, welcome back. And for those who have not heard the first episode, please introduce yourself to us all.
1: Yeah, of course. So happy to be welcomed back and chatting with your community again. So I'm Mari Wagner. I'm a wife, Catholic content creator, dog mom, and founder of the popular Catholic lifestyle brand, West Coast Catholic. Our mission at West Coast Catholic is to help people experience a foretaste of heaven through modern, intentionally designed home and lifestyle products and prayer tools. I love it so much. I'm a huge fan of West Coast Catholic. I have
0: many of your products, which is super fun.
1: (laughs) Yay. That makes me so happy.
0: (laughs) Yes. And I was actually able to meet you and Trey and see your beautiful design of your booth at Seek. Oh, it was a huge blessing. Yeah, so that was awesome to be able to meet you and so many other creators in person. Amazing. Um so tell us about West Coast Catholic and kind of what what you do and all of that good stuff.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, as you probably know as an entrepreneur, you hold a lot of titles within your your business. So, I guess my official my official titles are co-founder, CEO, and creative director. Um, But as an entrepreneur, yeah, I do all sorts of stuff. (laughs) I run the business with Trey, my husband, and I think we complement each other very well because he is like numbers, analytics, operations, and I am like creative, design, marketing, branding. Amazing. Match made in heaven. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, though, sometimes I'm like, Lord, you did so good. Thank you.
0: (laughs) That's so good, um so you're a co founder with your husband mm-hmm. correct mm mm-hmm. so yeah. what made you all want to start
1: yeah so in in twenty eighteen i became a intern with Focus and I came out to Colorado uh, and that was my first actual like real exposure to this like cool young Catholic world. I like did not know that this existed. I felt very alone in college trying to be a Catholic woman, like trying to actually live my faith. I felt like I didn't really have a lot of support and so when I started learning about Focus, um, yeah, I was super intrigued, applied for an internship, got it, but I was actually really nervous that I was just gonna be in a house of just like super, and no offense to anybody who was homeschooled. My husband was homeschooled and he's cool, okay? I thought I was, I was homeschooled. gonna be. Okay, you know, every other person is, so here I am just offending people left and right. No, I I, I. I get it. I thought, As someone who was homeschooled, yeah. I, I understand what you're doing. You know to where say. I'm going. You know where I'm going. I thought I was gonna be placed in a house of like super quiet, like introverted, awkward homeschool girls. And that was not the case. I was paired with some other wonderful marketing interns who were fun, young women who actually desired to live a Christ-centered life. And they showed me how to do it. They like discipled me all summer and they showed me how to have a relationship with Christ, how to live in virtue, encouraged me to make some changes in my life that I needed to, to be able to live more fully and more freely. And by the end of that summer, Um, they had obviously introduced me to this like Catholic Instagram world, which has grown so much since then. And I'm so happy about that. Um, but I had just started following just a few girls on Instagram then. And I noticed they were all from the Midwest or the East coast and there was nobody from the West coast. And I grew up in Washington state in like Seattle area where there is not a lot of faith community and so i felt the lord call me to be a voice for people um, on the west coast and all over but just to feel like yeah especially for people on the west coast that like there are catholics there that are actually striving to live a full and authentic catholic life and so i just started blogging on an instagram West Coast Catholic, um, about how the Lord was working in my life and how I was trying to live a Christ-centered life in college. And slowly that platform um, started to grow. And about a year later, uh, my husband, now husband, then boyfriend, he had just finished up a summer working with Life Teen where they taught the kids how to make these like cord rosaries in the art barn or whatever. And he Mm -hmm. wanted to gift me a rosary. And he was like, I want it to be special. So, like, why don't we go to Michael's and, like, pick out some beads together and you can design it and I'll make it for you. And I mean, at the time, like, I didn't really pray the rosary that often, which is very funny to me because I've always had a very close relationship with Mary. But yet the rosary wasn't part of my 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 like daily prayer routine. So I was like, okay, yeah, like, that's really sweet of you. But like, I don't really pray the rosary that much. Like, okay. And so we went to, but I was like, you know, he's being a good Catholic boyfriend. This is what I prayed for. So this is great. <laughs> so we went to Michael's and we picked out some beads. And and I've always been growing up in the Pacific Northwest. I've always been attracted to like natural beauty and organic textures and colors. And so I picked out some like gemstone beads, some leather cord, um, Some beautiful, like a beautiful medal and a crucifix. And he handmade it for me for like my birthday. And I found myself being so drawn to it all the time. Like the beauty of it, the intentionality, which I know it was made with, like drew me to it. So I would hold it everywhere and I would put it in my purse and I'd put it in my pocket and I'd sleep with it under my pillow and I'd have it in my hand. And eventually I was like, I like, I should start praying the rosary like not just holding it and so I started to pray it more out of my own my own will to do it Um, and for anybody that has incorporated that into their prayer routine you know the graces the peace that it brings into your life and it yeah it changed my prayer life and it deepened my relationship with Mary and Jesus so much and so this was about a year into me having this Instagram platform and at the same time, right, I was growing in my relationship with Mary through the rosary, and we were also discerning engagement. And so Trey was like, okay, well, you know, we're pretty broke, so I don't know how we're going to do this whole marriage thing. And I was like, you know, like, you've, you've really changed my prayer with this rosary. Like, why don't we just make a couple and bless this Catholic community that I'm growing on Instagram, see if it'll help anybody's prayer, and also be able to save up a couple hundred bucks for our future marriage. Truly, that's all that we expected. Like we, we thought we were going to make like, you know, 50 rosaries that would last us like a year to like sell to a few people, make a couple hundred bucks. um, And that was it. But that's how West Coast Catholic was born. And here we are three or four years later. And it's, it's now my full-time job. (laughs) That's incredible. I love that story so much.
0: And then it just, it just is so God led is, is what I keep getting from it in that, and, and just born out of a desire to love each other between you and Trey and Mm -hmm. also like to love the Lord and to be a good person. Like that just is like oozing out of your story. And I love that so much.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah. The Lord definitely has always been leading it. And, um, Yeah, I'm somebody who like constantly is like relinquishing control and like surrendering to the Lord and like trying to let him lead. And this has been one of the greatest blessings and surprises that he's brought into our life that he has totally led us through that. Yeah, that we just did not expect.
0: That's amazing. When you like started and you were selling those first rosaries and you like saw that, wow, like we're making maybe you didn't say this but like maybe you were like we're making a difference and we're blessing these people
1: like did you ever have like an initial dream for this? Truly like I said like it was very surprising for us how everything happened and unfolded because we weren't expecting it. I wouldn't say that it's surprising looking at our lives now that like we have this business because we both are very naturally like ambitious entrepreneurial type people and Both of our families, both of our dads started their own businesses and have had um, huge roles in being role models for us in our lives in that way. So it's in our blood almost, but we weren't Mm -hmm. intending, we really weren't intending to do that. And so starting out, it was just kind of a whirlwind. And like I was saying, like we, I think by the end of the summer, Trey had made like 70 or 75 rosaries. We started out with four. I think he made like 20 to 25 of each. And I made the website at two in the morning the night before. Like I was not expecting to even need a website, but I was like, you know what, like just in case this goes well, I don't want to be like losing orders in my DMs. So I just like quickly whipped up a website, which I hated for so long. Um, we just got a new one last year. Thank goodness. (laughs) And it just kind of like snowballed. Like we threw up the website and within Like that first day, like we, we sold out within a couple hours, we sold out. And by the end of the day, we like had oversold. This is, I guess it's, it's public now. We had oversold to rosaries that we hadn't even bought materials for. We were like, yep, you can get a rosary. We'll make it happen. And we were like, well, great. Well, now what? And so people were waiting like a month before they got their rosary. And that's how it was for a little bit while we played catch up and just tried to figure out like what is going on. Um, And it wasn't until, so we started in August of 2019, the business, and then it wasn't until April 2020 that we really sat down and were like, okay, what is this going to be? Because the Lord is really calling us to step into this in a way that we didn't think that was part of our, our life plan. Um, so within those few months, from August to April, I mean, we came out with a few rosaries, and every time we came out with like just a few more, just to see like, okay, well, we we sold out in a couple hours, and we want to make sure that you know we can reach more people, so we made just a few more, and then we'd sell out in a couple hours, and then a few more, and then we'd sell out in a couple hours. And um, I remember our one of our biggest launch yet was the Gardener Rosary, which is our Easter limited edition rosary. And we, we went all out. We like came out, I think with like 200 and that was the biggest we had ever prepped for. And we thought it would last us like a really, really long time. And we were, I was getting super nervous about the launch because COVID had just hit and we were like, okay, like this is probably the end of it. Like business is going (laughs) to go down. COVID is going to end the world. People are not going to be spending money. And we launched the gardener. And again, we sold out in literally just a couple hours and we were, stunned. We were like, Jesus, you have to fill us in here on the plan because we don't we don't know where this is going. And that was like, that was our big first moment where we like looked at each other and we we're like, all right, it's time to really dream and really put our heart and soul and work into this because this could actually be something like clearly people are being blessed by these rosaries. And like, there's a market here that we need to serve. And so then Yeah, that was our our, our first big, like, realization of, like, what do we do now? And that's when we started to take things really seriously and actually start to, like, make business practices and put in systems and um, reach out to other organizations to learn more and to share about our brand and and different things like that. And, um, you know, down the road, we... We started expanding the brand and and my dream became, um, I always say this, like kind of like a Catholic Magnolia almost of just like more than just rosaries. It's like products for your home, for your lifestyle, for your prayer that will deepen your relationship with the Lord, but that will also help you invite people into relationship with the Lord. So that's kind of the dream we're, we're working off now.
0: I love that so much. What's up, beloved fam? It's me, Laura Jean, interrupting this episode to tell you about my flagship program, Made Beloved. Made Beloved is a proximate marriage preparation program that was designed with single individuals and dating couples in mind. When I was getting my master's in marriage and family theology, I was filled with so much gratitude that I got to study those topics as a single woman. I knew that what I was learning was changing my life, not only then, but would change everything moving forward. I created this program not as a typical marriage preparation program where you already know who and when you're getting married, but more to answer the big questions of, was I made for this? What are these longings teaching me about the design of God for marriage? Is there really something that can fulfill all of these desires of my heart? And if there is, how do I start building the life that supports these beautiful design of the creator? We go over all of that and more in the 12-week Made Beloved program. I only open up registration a couple of times a year, so go to thebelovedcollective.com to learn more and to sign up for our waitlist to be the first to know when registration opens up. Looking for curated, beautiful paper goods and intentional products to simplify your life? Then look no further than the Beloved Co-Shop. Yes, my very own product shop is here. Each product is made with the intention of helping you live well in the present moment. Stationery to help you connect with others, desk pads to help you remember what's really important as we plan out our weeks, and so much more intentional Catholic products to help you be a saint now and prepare you well for your future. These also make excellent gifts. So if you are looking for a gift for someone special in your life, check out the Beloved Co. shop on our website, thebelovedcollective.com. That's Beloved spelled B-L-V-E-D. And as always, you can find the link in our show notes. And, I mean, you already showed so much of what you're passionate about, but what is really something that you're really passionate about in your work?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've always been so passionate about the marriage between beauty and intentionality. Uh, these are two things that I focus on all the time in my work, both in my personal Instagram platform and in all things West Coast Catholic brand as a whole. Because I know and I've experienced firsthand, like I shared, that beauty truly brings people to God. And we focus greatly on making sure that the product we're selling isn't just a physical item. And it's not just um, just what it seems to be on the outside, but really it's an experience and it's a relationship with Christ. Like that's our goal when selling things, when anybody encounters any part of the brand is to bring beauty intentionality together so that people can experience an encounter with the Lord. Um, and that takes a lot of intentionality behind the design, the quality, the purpose of each product and anything that we put out there. Um, yeah, we just try to be very intentional.
0: I love that. And it's, it shows, it really does. Your intentionality shows and the beauty. Oh my goodness. Thank you. I'm fangirling. No, i kidding. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that so much. Um, but yeah, really beautiful. I mean, it, it inspires me to keep going with my own work. To Intentionality is so much a force behind my work. And uh, beauty is there, but it's not like central. Um, but I love making things pretty. <laughs> so yes. I, I definitely – that's like a focus of mine, not necessarily – you know, what I'm doing in my business, but, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it it inspires me to keep going to create beautiful and intentional things. Um, good. Yeah. I'm
1: glad. Yeah. And I feel like that's, that's where our generation, that's where we can meet them where they're at. Like, I feel like we're very, and not necessarily in a bad way, like we're very, Um, interested in and captivated by aesthetic and by beauty in general, right? We want our life to be beautiful, our surroundings to be beautiful. And I think that's just because it stirs inspiration in us and it creates this awe in us. And I think that that's not like just a secular experience. That's actually very um, spiritual. Like the Lord is beauty and the Lord does like draw that awe and inspiration out of us even when we see a a plainly beautiful thing that's not actually tied to to like a faith item or something like that so i think that like our generation is longing for that and that is a beautiful way to evangelize to meet the generation where they're at in beauty and intentionality
0: yeah i so agree i so agree and something with intentionality is also simplicity Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but I definitely went through a phase where I was like, I'm a minimalist and like, you know, like wanted to get rid of everything. And I think that our generation can really, um, relate to that of wanting things to be simple. Like Mm -hmm. we don't want things to take over our lives. Mm -hmm. And so when, when I create a product or I'm putting words in your mouth, but I imagine when you're creating products that you're also thinking of like, I don't want this just to be wasteful. Yeah. Like, I, I, don't, I don't want this to be something that's just there for the sake of it, but there's real meaning behind it. There's real yeah. intentionality. It's it's getting you um, somewhere, whether it's just pure useful or like yep. it's, it's bringing you closer to um, a relationship or yeah. to our Lord or something like that.
1: Yeah. No, exactly. That's totally spot on. I love
0: that. Um, so... I asked this kind of for (laughs) a selfish reason, not really. (laughs) But um, if you had to start again at day one, um, would you do anything differently?
1: Yeah, I think that when reflecting upon this question, I mean, there's a lot of things, right, that we can teach our younger selves, especially in business. But the number one thing um, I would do is starting to implement education and marketing sooner. So those are two different things. So I'm going to merge them into one because you asked for one thing, but truly it's two things. (laughs) One, I would invest in my own education sooner, like read more books, invest in more courses, listen to more business podcasts. If like all you can do is like free education. Um, and this was something like my dad, he's, he's my biggest, uh, mentor in business. He always, always encouraged me to do And I never really listened (laughs) like all through high school and college. He would literally pay me to read books and I still wouldn't read them. He was like, read this book on marketing or read this book on like philosophy or like something that would just like fill my soul and in a good way, not just in a spiritual way, but like educate my mind and fill my soul. He would want me to read these things so bad that he's like, if you read it and like do a presentation on it, I'll pay you. And I did like one or two of those, but honestly, I didn't do it enough. And now I'm like, I learned so much from like business audiobooks or business podcasts or trying to invest in courses like and I'm like, dang, I could have been so much more ahead of the game if I started doing this when my dad told me to do it when I was 16. And I wish that I did because there's so much goodness. And I think when we're starting out and especially like I started while I was a teenager in college, we can be in this mindset of, like, I know what I'm doing and I'm, I can figure it all out on my own, mm-hmm. kind of that, like, teenager mindset of just like, I already know everything, but the truth is you don't. And I still don't. And you realize this as you get older. Like my dad always says like, wow, like you're 18 and you know everything. And then you turn 22 and then you need your dad, you know, and then you don't know anything anymore. And Mm -hmm. it's such a relatable experience. I'm like, I call my dad all the time with life questions, with business questions. I'm like constantly trying to learn things and, and find answers to things that I don't know through podcasts, through books, through courses. So Definitely more education, it's so worth it. And, and if there is an investment cost to it, I know it can be difficult, but it's really worth it because that's what's going to form your mind and your um, like business skills and expertise to be able to create bigger and better things that will then have a greater return. So in the long run, you're making money, you're not losing money. Um, and then two, I would have implemented marketing strategies sooner. This is hilarious because I was a marketing major, but as many entrepreneurs probably experience, like you go to business school and you like learn the theories of things. But I don't know. I didn't really feel like I walked away like feeling super equipped to do business. And most of what I've learned, I've literally learned by being in it, by solving problems, by trying to do things ourselves. And then all all those things I learned in the lectures start coming back to me of like, oh, like, that's what pricing strategy was that we learned about. Like, that's what this was about, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So starting to implement marketing strategies sooner, like email marketing. Like we did that so late in the game and it's so successful. I mean, everybody does it and you think it's just like, Like not a big deal, but like I'm such a victim to it. Like I get emails all the time and I'm like, wow, this really, really, really works. And implementing it in our own business, like we see the return of it and it is so, so huge. So starting to build that email list and starting to provide value through your emails, so that, um, yeah, you you create that trust through your customers. And it's not just like all sales um, is super helpful. So education and marketing strategies specifically email marketing.
0: And let me just say you're killing it on the email marketing. I get your emails and I'm like, oh my gosh, they're so pretty.
1: (laughs) Oh, thank you. And that is thanks to our marketing gals. We have a designer and a content gal that do our emails and they are killing it.
0: They really are. It is they inspire me every time I open them. (laughs) I'm gonna let them know. They are gonna love that. (laughs) Good. Yes, tell them all about it. Um so good. Well, I had so much fun chatting with all of with you about all of these things today. Um, thank you so much for joining us and for anyone who is listening and hasn't come across your platform yet, which is to me crazy.
1: Um, where <laughs> can people find you? Yeah, so my personal Instagram blog is at West Coast Catholic. Um, and then the shop is at shop.wcc. Our website is westcoastcatholic.co. I love it. Well,
0: thank you so much for joining me again. And I really hope that this conversation brings value to my listeners and inspires anyone if they might have like this desire in their heart or this little inkling that they have a special gift that, that God is asking them to hand on to other people that they start learning. And they just go for it.
1: Yeah, I hope so too. This was so fun chatting with you today. Thanks for tuning
0: in to the Dear Beloved podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or many on social media and leave a rating and review. And don't forget to follow along at the Beloved Collective on Instagram and YouTube. That's Beloved spelled B L V E D.